Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. My name is John Keeley. John, uh, on the other end of the telephone by Shane Ambrose. And Shane, you have a special guest with us this morning. Yes, John. This morning we're joined by Father Richard Gibbons. Father Richard, you are the parish priest of Knock and rector of the, the Shrine. Welcome to Sacred Space 102. Thanks very much indeed, Shane. Uh, you must be a man sorely in need of some sleep. You have had a busy few weeks. <laughs> I, think you could, I, I, I think you could be very, very right there. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're just after the end of the, um, the annual novena at Knock. How did it go? It went very, very well. We're very, very happy with it. Um, the numbers were excellent, and I suppose they were buoyed up as well by the fact that we had a, a lot of publicity uh, around uh, the welcoming at the first diocesan pilgrimage from New York a week earlier. So the novena itself went tremendously well, roughly mm-hmm. on average over the course of nine days we have uh, in or around 150,000 people going through the place so it's, wow. it's quite a lot of people it's quite a lot of activity and we've inco- we've kind of expanded the novena which usually has our two main celebrations at three and at half past eight to incorporate um seminars and workshops since mm-hmm. last year and uh, they're on at 12 and 6 so uh they, what we wanted to do we wanted to kind of topics that people would be speaking about during the Mass, people want to know a little bit more again about. So uh, we felt that, um, well, why not put on a seminar or workshop surrounding those and, and uh, make it relevant for people when they come here? Yeah, I have to say, I liked, I liked the way that he presented it because it reminds me actually of the International Eucharistic Congress when it was held in Dublin yes. in terms of the format and how successful that actually was. Absolutely, yeah. That, you know, that was very, very successful. And it, it, it was part of that. We were, we were looking as part of our project here we we've a, um, a very significant renewal project here at the shrine so we wanted part of that is is faith renewal and faith formation and and um helping people in terms of meeting the the needs as i say of the, of their practical lives where where spirituality meets practicality i suppose and um i like it i can we, see we, it's a new byline for knock yeah <laughs> And uh, it, it has proved very, very successful, and, and people love it, and they stay over, and so they have something to do in the morning and also later on in the evening in between the sessions, and um, they can make a kind of a, if you like, uh, their own retreat of it. That's, that's, actually, that's, that's actually a very nice idea. And, of course, Knock, I, one of the things I noticed you've done recently is a complete revamp of the website, uh, which is actually it's a, it's extremely uh, professional and very good-looking website at the moment. And you were just saying to us before we came on air that um, the talks uh, from during the novena are actually available online. Yes, you can get them online. And um, we have uh, uh, kind of upped, upped the game technologically uh, speaking in, in terms of what we offer people as well. So uh, all our ceremonies were broadcast live and it was amazing shame we, we we got comments from people from paris to los angeles to mm. australia mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, which was tremendous really uh, they they felt part and parcel of, of the ceremonies going through the entire nine days well, just so there's a lot to be said for it. And even I'm here on, on, on Sacred Space, I, I know how you mean in terms of when you see uh, you know, your traffic and the places that people log in from, it does actually remind you in some respects that it, it is a small global village. Oh, very much time. so, yeah. Absolutely. Now, it was interesting, you mentioned there the, the talks and the seminars hmm. were part of a kind of a renewal that's going on at the Shrine at the moment. And I suppose that takes me on to the Witness to Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, program which is going on at Knock at the moment. Can you tell our listeners what is the program about? Sure. It's very simply, in one word, it's about renewal. 
it's about the complete renewal of NOC itself and what NOC has to offer not only the people of the country but uh, our own diaspora, if you like, uh, coming from the States and, and, and Britain and even wider beyond that. Mm-hmm. NOC is the most unusual uh, apparitional um, site in the world, people might realise in, ter- in terms of the... the it's very, very sophisticated in terms of its theology and in terms of what happened here. Uh, most Marian shrines, uh, you have simply Our Lady appearing and, and, and relaying a message such as in Lourdes or Fatima. Here, no message was relayed, but the apparition itself was the message in and of itself. And at the heart and centre of that is not only Marian with Our Lady appearing, but also Eucharistic in terms of the fact that at the centre is the altar, the Lamb and the cross. Mm. And that's really focused on the Mass itself, the Eucharist. Which is, which is an interesting point, but someone corrected me recently. I was saying, you know, Knock is Ireland's national Marian shrine. That's correct. And That's he turned around, he corrected me, he said, no, he said, Shane, it's, the, it's Ireland's national Eucharistic shrine. Yeah, well, it's actually both. It's Ireland's, it's Ireland's National Marian and Eucharistic Shrine. And that's what we hope to convey across uh, to, to, to people abroad. Because, as I say, at the heart and centre is the altar of the Lamb and the Cross, which evokes the, 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 the Lamb of Sacrifice, the Eucharist. It has, it's so rich in terms of that, <clears throat> that um, it evokes that saying, even from penal times, mm. for the Irish, it was the Mass that mattered. And uh, it, it really, at, at an evocative time in 1879, where there was land war, evictions, uh, many famines going around, still, still going on in the areas, all of that kind of thing, it gave hope to people at that particular time. So what we want to do then, uh, we looked at that, and uh, when, when I uh, took over the job here three years ago, we surveyed everybody and anybody to see what we were doing, what was not doing right, what wasn't it doing right, what could we offer, what couldn't we offer, and let people have a say in terms of what, what, what they expected and what they saw was working. And that was extremely interesting. And what came back out of the whole thing for 18 months or so were three elements. The uh, Please uh, op- expand in terms of what you offer pilgrims when they come here. Uh, not to kind of maybe ram everything into a day as people people kind of experience uh, in the past with knock you had to kind of get everything in in a day mm-hmm. a day's visit mm-hmm. so offer something more that people could stay over and become um, maybe um, develop their spirituality and develop their faith for faith uh, formation. Secondly, promote yourselves. They said we don't see you anywhere. You're you're not in the papers. You're not people. You might not even exist for some people. And thirdly, they said for the love of God, do something about the Basilica. <laughs> well, here, here on that one. <laughs> so, so that kind of echoed right across the board. Mm-hmm. And uh, we said, fine, let's take that. Okay. We, we looked at those three elements and we said, let's renew the place. Let's, let's, and let's tie in with the renewal of the church in the country as well. And I'm, we're convinced here that Knock will play a role in that. In, ter- in terms of renewal of the church in the country. So we took those three elements and we formed what we called Witness to Hope. And uh, it's, so it's essentially a renewal of Knock, renewal of the faith in the country, but based on those three criteria. Very good. And in terms of, in terms of how, how, how exactly are you approaching that in terms of sure. you know, what, what are, I suppose, are, the, are the concrete steps that people Absolutely. should see? Yeah. Um, and, and you're quite right, because it, there's no point in me speaking about something that we can, wouldn't it be nice to do something? We are a, 
each of the three elements are already underway, well okay. underway. So, for example, let's take the first one, Faith Renewal Programs. We've initiated last year our seminars and workshops, which play a huge role now in our novena. They, 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 were, they were very successful last year. Again, this year, they played a huge role, and they expanded what people simply, like I said, where spirituality meets practicality in terms of our, our, of our faith. And are those seminars, are they just during the novena? Or they they're they're the just year? during the novena, but we have also a program of events now coming up for the autumn that we'll be okay, we'll, 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 come, we'll come to that yeah. in a minute yeah. but, okay, no so okay. that's underway Secondly, the promotion of the, of the Shrine at Home and Abroad. We've landed the first diocesan pilgrimage from the Archdiocese of New York uh, a couple of weeks ago, led by Cardinal Timothy Dolan. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first uh, time that Aer Lingus has flown directly from, Lock, or from New York to, to, to Knock Airport. Uh, so that's the promotion of the Shrine. Uh, and that's as, as a result of a conversation I had with Cardinal Dolan a couple of, about maybe a year and a half ago. I simply... He invited me to preach in St. Patrick's for St. Patrick's Day, and which was a wonderful honour. And uh, we, he, he comes here to not quite often when he's on holidays and when he's in Ireland. And I simply said, wouldn't it be a good idea to do this? He said, mm. let's make it happen. So, and, and in terms of in terms of that side of things, mm-hmm. uh, is there any other American dioceses that are coming to? Well, the, the, in or? fact, it's 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 interesting. There have been actually because it's so well no, uh, because it became well known here. It was reported mm. on media outlets in the uh, Catholic media outlets as well in the United States, and we've mm. we're hearing back that quite a lot of people would like to do the same thing. Absolutely. So we can we can build on that chain. That, oh, that's, well, that's something we can said, build it's on. It's a great start, and I was thinking, no better man to be to, in terms of Cardinal Dolan to kind oh, of yeah. lead the charge. Oh, absolutely. Know, yeah, he's, he's and can-do attitude. Oh, ex- an extraordinary character, and mm. and very very lively, and and uh, very hard to contain. <laughs> but he but he's 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 uh, he's, he's full of life, and and uh, actually was completely behind this. So that's why it was so successful we put put the mechanism in place we had a kind of i described it another holy trinity going on between the shrine the airport and the um archdiocese of new york so Monsignor Horn would be very proud of you oh he would be, I, i'd say he'd be smiling down <laughs> just going off on a slight tangent sure. a second now as you mentioned cardinal dolan mm. was there something uh, about a grave uh, access to a grave of one of the of one of the the seers of the people yes. at the apparition in knock in Again, new york that that was a conversation that we were having kind of privately that uh, he mentioned to somebody else and that just sort of grew legs in. Uh, one, of, one of the visionaries of the operation immigrated to New York. In fact, two immigrated to the United States, one to Boston and one to New York. Mm-hmm. John Curry was, is buried in New York and I just mentioned to him, I only found this out myself in terms of the state of his grave which wasn't, is not in a good state and I said, I'd like to do something about it and maybe you know, he could come out with me and, and maybe uh, bless the, 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 the new grave and all the rest of it. And he mm-hmm. simply said, maybe we could do a little bit more than that. So uh, it was only a conversation, really, that we were having. But um, it's, we'll it, wait and see if they we'll wait and come see out is, is right, exactly. Very good. So we've, you said we've, we have the seminars. And so we have the seminars, we have the, the promotion, and the third element was the refurbishment of the Basilica. Now, I think anyone that has visited Knock would be dying to hear what you've done with this one. Yes, well, we... we well, I have to say, if, if you haven't visited the shrine, uh, you will be 
I, I close your eyes until you get right in because it is just a complete transformation in terms of what was there. Okay. Uh, the Basilica was built in '76 by James Horden again. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a wonderful um, um, project in, uh, to house undercover 10,000 people simply to get them in out of the rain, out of the weather. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was made of mass concrete and um, it it hadn't been touched since 1976, so it had still the mass concrete. It was painted, the iron girders, all of that kind of thing. Uh, very old tubular seats and uh, very high sanctuary and um, and must it, have been it looked, one of the coldest churches age. in the country. Sorry, and must, and must have been one of the coldest churches in the country. You, you can sing that, <laughs> and that was even for us working there. <laughs> even in the middle of summer, it was very very cold and. Uh, the uh, lighting system, heating, it was all very, very old. No, in fact, nothing had been done with it since the Pope's visit where the sanctuary was re, uh, redesigned in 1979. So, so badly probably needed a little bit of a... Oh, absolutely. It was it. tired. It was jaded. It, mm-hmm. it needed an awful lot of TLC. Uh, it's a fine building. So we went to work at that immediately. And um, we, within six months, we have transformed 80% of, of, the, of, the, of the basilica itself. We've well, I, I have to re- say, getting 80% of the building done in six months, you should probably be hired by NAMA. How did you get the builders <laughs> to get it done in six months? There was a lot of gentle persuasion, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> or not so gentle as the case might be. I, we we I had a very good it. firm. We had an excellent firm, uh, Stewards of Galway. It was, they, were, they were very, very good. Uh, we had excellent architects. Um, Andre Vehart and Sons, and uh, uh, we we worked very very well t- and closely together. Um, we had a short window because of the fact that we needed the basilica for the new season. So uh, we had the plans very very well drawn up and mm-hmm. and um, meticulously kind of laid out, so that when we started at as I as I said back uh, when we did start, we started at eight eight a.m. on the thirteenth of October. Everybody that's was right. on site. The season closes in October, and then you kind of have to be open for Easter. Correct. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it it was literally down to the wire. We said oh. the architects signed the papers on Good Friday at twelve o'clock. Good Friday. It was, it was good kind of our Good Friday agreement all over. <laughs> so it was a, it was a, it was a wonderful um, because uh, uh, with new with new regulations you cannot enter into the site without the signature of the of the architects and engineers. I have to say, yourself and the team in St. Mel's and Longford could probably exchange war stories. <laughs> more than likely, more than likely, more than likely. So I, I, I haven't. I, I was I was in Knock uh, literally a couple of weeks before you closed the Basilica. I was visiting. Okay. Mind. I was so I haven't seen it. So for those of us that haven't seen it, kind of give us an indication. Well, what is the biggest thing? I hear the sanctuary is one of the most stunning features of it. It is. It's 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 made of it's it's made of marble and uh, white marble, and that's for a particular optical reason for people to to focus in terms of what's going on, obviously, with the mass mm-hmm. and and the Eucharist mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. The seats are brand new, completely sculpted um, and individually uh, done in terms of comfort and a space as well between people they, they have a, a tip-up mechanism that allow people to to move in through the seats very very easily okay. uh, a new heating system a brand new radiant heating system that kind of is silent and works off of gas that um, um, it, 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 it heats the person rather than the the air if you like because hot air rises and all that kind of thing so it's a new right. German technology mm-hmm. there's new 
lighting system, uh, everything's wired up for to meet um, broadcast demands such as RTE. Oh, very good. Um, uh, we've lifts in the sanctuary and the, the sacristy and, and the uh, choir area, uh, which are standard now. Uh, everything's clad with, um, all the concrete is covered, if you like. Uh, everything's clad with oak and granite. Oh, and the sounds, it, sounds, it sounds beautiful, actually. Now, three things that will come to mind. Mm. Were you able to do anything in terms of kind of, you know, the whole focus on um, energy renewable? And, oh, and, absolutely, and yes, absolutely. That was, that was part and parcel of the plans. In fact, we, we went to the nth degree to see how efficient we could possibly be with um, this even predated Laudato Sea. I was just uh, going to say, you should drop a line to Pope Francis yes. and let him know what you were doing. Yes, it even <laughs> predated that. <laughs> we, we were very insistent on that. I wanted to see what, how how near we could possibly go in terms of making it more efficient and more environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even toyed with the idea of putting in uh, a complete underground system, but unfortunately with the way that the, the basilica was built, um, it was built on huge concrete rafts going down. You, you'd actually have to knock the building to put that in. Oh, right. um, okay. uh, uh, so we went with the next best thing, which was a, a high-tech heating system from Germany that made the most most economically efficient and environmentally safe um, conditions. So, for example, we have even the glazing on top of the basilica. If it gets too warm, the glazing opens automatically. Oh, and right. if, if rain comes in, a little, any bit of moisture at all, the, the, the glazing shuts immediately. Very good. So it's, 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 it's up to date in, in, in terms of high tech. Very good. And in terms of, I hear that, well, I have a question more than I hear. There, sure. there was that, um, I'm not quite sure how you would describe it, um, tapestry behind Yes, that's the right, yeah, the one. Yeah. Uh, what happened to that? Well, that's going to, that's going to go to the museum. Right, okay. Yeah, uh, that's going to our, our museum, because uh, on that wall then, uh, we want, we were, we're looking at, put, well, we are going to put in a, a, a massive mosaic of the apparition itself, okay. uh, which has been designed at the moment in Italy. So and when, when, when do you plan to... Mid-February. Kind of It'll be in, in situ by mid-February. Oh, very good. Yeah. And I suppose, I suppose one last question just in relation to the Basilica. Sure. Is it going to be rededicated? It is. It's going to ha- we're going to have a national rededication. And we're, mm-hmm. we're aiming towards 2016, Shane, because it's 40 years old then. Uh, Very good. Built in 1976, and that gave us a year to play with in terms of ironing out all the little, as you can imagine, with a building that size, there are an awful lot of uh, uh, huge amount of snag lists. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so that gives us we're well underway with that, and uh, we should it should be we we will be publishing the date as soon as we kind of get a few things uh, together. Well, make sure you let Sacred Space know, and we'll promote it here. For Wonderful. You well. That's yeah, great. Absolutely. Thank you very much indeed. The last thing I suppose we wanted to ask you about, uh, Father Richard, I suppose you've mentioned upcoming events, mm-hmm. and I suppose if you could just give people maybe a couple of highlights of things that will be happening in Knock sure. over the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Well, we have uh, the Grandparents' Day is a, is a huge day here, so that will be coming up in two weeks' time, and um, anybody who, who, who wishes to come along with that, uh, it's a, always a great occasion. There's always a great family and uh, buzz about the place mm-hmm. and uh, we acknowledge all grandparents and families in terms of uh, where they come from we also have our Eucharistic Congress the National Eucharistic Congress takes place in Knock at the end of September uh, that's the last weekend of September uh, so the um, 
the National Conference, Episcopal Conference, all the bishops of the country will be coming here for that. And um, we'll be focusing on the Eucharist right throughout. So that, and wor- with workshops and marquees and all the rest of it, all that's, all that's ready to go. Padre Pio weekend is coming up as well. A lot of people um, have great devotions to St. Pio. So um, anybody that wants to find out exactly what's happening can do so on our website or call the Shrine Office itself. Very good. And I suppose one last thing, I was just wondering, now this is just a spur-of-the-moment question, given the association with Knock and the, the Eucharist, as a Eucharistic shrine and the mm. focus on the Lamb, have you, as of yet, anything particular planned for the Jubilee Year of Mercy? Well, we, we are actually undergoing that now, Shane. Uh, it's funny that you should ask, uh, say that. Uh, there... there Pope Francis, in, in, in his proclamation of that, uh, his uh, wonderful little booklet on that, uh, has asked uh, shrines and cathedrals to uh, do something in particular. So we have something in mind in terms of of uh, the Year of Mercy itself, and we will be publishing that. Uh, we're just kind of bringing it together now. We wanted to wait until the novena was over and all of that sure. to, to, to get our heads together. So within the next week or two, we should have... Um, we should have something firmed up on that. So by maybe mid-September or so, people should know what's going on. Perfect. Listen, Father Richard, it was a pleasure to have you on Thank at you. Sacred Space 102 FM. Sure, keep us, in the, keep us on the, the distribution list for the all let us know. And it was a pleasure. And of course, we encourage people to take a, a stroll up the road, because it's, from Limerick now at this stage, it's literally two hours on oh, the road. Not at all, it's very quick. quick. Yes, exactly. So you yeah. Get it up and you know, no bottlenecks anymore, and to go up and see, as, and as I said, Grandparents Day is coming up, the National Eucharistic Congress, and check out the website. And of course, in Limerick, you can also check out uh, calendar events, which would be available at the Knock Shrine shop which is there just off of Little Catherine Street that's right so Father Richard thanks a million for coming not on at all thanks very much indeed Shane God bless thank you, you. bye 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 Okay, Shane, so thank you so much now for that, uh, uh, for that beautiful interview that uh, you conducted there with Father Richard. And at this stage, we might go out with a bit of music. And this one, I really was wondering what to play, but I think there's only really one I could play. This one is entitled, You'll Be My Witnesses. So this is for all those people in Knock. Let's hear this. to see you will be 
Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.